0: Welcome to this day in New Haven history. I'm your host, Alan Appel, on this, our time-traveling program on WNHH 103.5 FM, community radio in the Elm City, and we stream live at newhavenindependent.org. I'm here in the cockpit of the time-travel machine with my regular co-pilot, Jason Bischoff-Wursel from the New Haven Museum. Hi, Jason. Hi, Alan. So we are again, Jason, in um, on this October 27, 1911. Yes. And we are looking at stuff that people um, are doing and um, and uh, in innovating New Haven. So you brought in a piece about um, an unusual um, way that people were doing business in New Haven.
1: Yes. So this was suggested uh, to move business into the future. And uh, this would be motion pictures in business.
0: So for, this was a... a Um, This is a piece about a new um, uh, tool in the salesman's uh, sales kit.
1: Yes, yes. This is super advanced. uh, And this would be essentially the PowerPoint of 1911. Uh, So if
0: if I'm trying to sell you a boiler, um, you don't have to come to my grungy factory and look at my boiler in action.
1: Right. You could see the boiler in action through a motion picture, which was beyond cutting edge at that point. Be-
0: because motion, the motion picture industry was really getting going.
1: Yes. To bring a machine to the buyer's office and show it in action without the noise and grime of the factory is virtually what is suggested by an Indianapolis company. The company manufactures a motion picture machine of a size fitting into a salesman's traveling case. Mm. In addition to enabling the salesman to enter a prospect's office and give a demonstration of the machine in operation, films may be shipped to prospective buyers when it may not be necessary to send the entire machine. Then the film can be shown at the regular motion picture institution of the neighborhood at little cost. So
0: the person coming with the motion picture machine is not selling the machine.
1: Right. It, it they're could, selling advertisements for their business, so if it was advantageous, they could, instead of just go to the office of whom they're trying to sell to, call up the local motion picture theater and say, hey, can I do a presentation to sell you all on this? All right, And they'd be ooh and odd because of this crazy motion picture device.
0: You know, I have this vivid image for some reason, again, of another scene, which I think I, I quoted uh, on a previous episode of The Music Man, where they all the salesmen are in the, um, the wonderful movie with uh, Robert Preston um, from the early nineteenth 19- late 1950s i think and all the salesmen are on a train and they all they all get off at a, a small town and you know they carry their suitcases and what have you and there's the guy who's last to get off the train he's an anvil salesman <laughs> so he carries an anvil with him and he, he, he's the only one who can pick it up <laughs> Right. anyway had he a motion picture machine he wouldn't have to had carried his anvil no he wouldn't
1: the picture machine is equipped with an attachment for showing single slides which of course may be colored or may be reproductions of drawings to elucidate features of the design not conveniently explained with the motion picture of course, with a motion picture machine, the reels may be stopped at any point, and a definite operation studied with care.
0: So th- this wonderful phrase here, uh, 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 the um, the film can be shown at the regular um, motion picture institution of the neighborhood. So where was our first New Haven motion picture institution? I know out in Westville, at w- what's now Lyric Hall, there were... Uh, there were early movie theaters, and, yes. and before that, kind of variety show burlesque places. But where was the first place that actually showed a motion picture? Which, as as you mentioned before, we went on the air, um, a Birth of a Nation, and those big films were being presented with the technology about 1915, five years later.
1: Yes, uh, I want to say this uh, was the perhaps the Polize, one of the I believe it was Polize Bijou.
0: The, here downtown yes, right yes in
1: downtown and that would have been on church street um what year do you
0: think you could could you cuz there were they were perfecting doing the action sequences and the movies i think were quite brief like 12 15
1: minutes right right but this um, would be where well as far as where the, theater Lo- will the be location located? of the of the around church street uh church street and and, and actually going back to episodes that we talked about a few weeks ago with the church street project when Mm. the mass demolition came through uh several of the old theaters uh were knocked down so you had things like uh the poli theater uh the poli bijou um uh so these theaters that were essentially at that point uh, more vaudeville type theaters generally were converted over to movie theaters as well Mm. um and really often that just meant kind of, especially with silent films was just rolling and installing a screen or, or already having a screen there for a backdrop and just rolling that down to project. Right. Um, they became a lot more advanced, uh, as time went on and specifically built for, uh, for movies
0: So here we are in 1911 and you're right the, the, the first public screenings of movies at which admission was charged apparently took place uh, in 1895 um, by someone named Woodville Latham and his sons. They produced movies and uh, I guess they let me see they somebody's trying to give them equal credit with the Lumiere brothers in France hmm. in, in, in making the first um, motion pictures.
1: That would make sense. Yeah.
0: Well, in addition to the motion picture machine and motion pictures, um, there's also big action. Where is it, Jason? At At, the new
1: Hotel Taft. Which which was was about to open. Yes. The Hotel Taft was uh, nearing completion at this point and would be completed in a few months. And this was uh, the -the state-of-the-art hotel that was being built here in new haven and we visited a few months ago we celebrated uh,
0: the show's first anniversary yes in in in, the, in ordinary the restaurant which uh jason and tim and the owners there explained to us was um the air-conditioned tap room yes so like the one of the first the air condition- conditioned. So again, so now they're dealing with another another technology
1: issue, uh, and that technology issue is the garbage question. At the new Taft Hotel, where they discuss at the new Hotel Taft, the garbage question has been pretty well settled. All the refuse at the hotel will be destroyed right in the building. A large incinerating plant has been constructed, and in this, all garbage will be destroyed with no noticeable odors or any annoyances whatsoever. If a hotel management finds that this is the most healthful, complete, and sanitary method of disposing garbage, then the same must hold good in the case of the city as a whole. The writer goes on to say. <laughs> right, So
0: they're shifting from the hotel, and one of, yes. the, one of the great phrases comes up next.
1: The public piggery plan may be all right for towns and small cities, but an incinerating plant is the best thing for cities of the size of New Haven. New Haven will get around to a garbage-destroying plant sooner or later, and it ought to be considering the matter now.
0: All right, so in 1911, uh, the garbage, the piggery was a public dump on Middletown Avenue, perhaps?
1: Yes, Well, uh, and or we'd be getting out of, hopefully, especially downtown, of um Disposing of your your waste, your trash, in your own privies, uh, which would have been located in your uh, locally in your backyard.
0: Right, and you you would use your organic stuff for the garden.
1: Yeah, um, but there would also be trash mounds, or people would throw trash down. Uh, and being privy would be kind of like their outhouses, right. etc. But by this point, that really would have been uh, phased out a lot more uh interior plumbing was coming into play more. Um so we there there would have uh designated I believe New Haven's landfill we had probably just one, I'm not entirely sure, we made about a couple, but they were located uh, around Middletown Ave.
0: So the idea of uh, a city, uh, seeing as one of its municipal services to pick up trash, is, is a relatively recent phenomenon. Do we, do we know in New Haven, when, when the city began to have to hire trucks or contract for truckers to pick up trash, I, my guess is that it would coincide with an era of... Um, Lots of wrapping and things like that. But people used to use everything. It didn't yeah. generate as much. Yeah,
1: you wouldn't generate nearly as much trash as we do today. Right. So that's also why you could have an incinerator. Right. Because it was, uh, the waste was, was far, far uh, less than what we do today. I mean, today we, everything's packaged in a disposable package. Then it would be, you'd say you'd have a jar of something and you'd return the jar. Or you take the jar back to the store and get it filled again. You would continually use that until the jar would crack, right, and break. Um right. And uh, so, yeah, you're you're not incinerating on such a mass scale as we would today. Well, or no, what it,
0: it, it now it, it is your knowledge based on stuff you've seen at the um, New Haven Museum, um were there individual incinerators did people take this advice that if the top hotel can have one on their location did, did people uh incinerate i guess they did they incinerate um in their backyard i mean we read about people burning leaves in the street yeah. the other day but did people have uh, built incinerators
1: uh, i would say probably people that were well-to-do did um, they would have installed incinerators into their homes um, or often just burned them in their furnace, what have you. Um, but, or you just would have, if you had, again, enough property, you would have your own small dump located on your property. Your own landfill of sorts.
0: I have a vivid memory of my childhood. We, our our house in California in the early 1950s had a small incinerator uh, behind the garage, and it was very exciting to be able to go there. I think one day a week we could burn stuff, and it was really just a um, just a kind of uh, cast concrete tube with a um, like a like a metal uh, opener and You know, uh, my brother and I fought for who could throw in the match. (laughs) Well, thank you, Jason, for uh, uh, time traveling us to the era when um, the Taft was incinerating its own garbage.
1: It was about to open and burn some trash.
0: On this day in New Haven history, join us for our concluding um, uh, time travel uh, to the year 1911 tomorrow on
1: 103.5 FM.